Hello and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas. And today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, adaptogenic herbs and especially ashawanda. And first of all, I guess uh, we should define what adaptogenic herb means. And that's really an adaptogen is a group of herbs that use help the body find balance. And you know, at my practice and myself, I'm all about finding the balance, the harmony between the yin and the yang and the chi, uh, you know, the good smooth flow of chi. So an adaptogenic herb is good for mitigating all the stresses of daily life. Um, everyday stress, stresses that could be either emotional or physical stresses. Um, a lot of these herbs that we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about ashwanda, but then I'm going to talk about lemon balm and um, other stuff uh, in the next series of adaptogenic herbs. They are have been used for generations, for thousands of years, uh, especially um, ashwanda, the one that we're going to talk now. It's pretty popular. Um, I I am taking it myself. I got the here... Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, the Life Extension uh, Optimized Ashawanda, um, that's what I personally take. Um, and I do it because it's really good for concentration and for uh, just optimization of your um, mental energy. And of course, being a veterinarian with a busy, hectic schedule, being a mom and a business owner, uh, my mind sometimes like... <laughs> Uh, just slids away, you know, it's really hard to concentrate on one task or one, um, you know, thing at a time. And so I take it and I feel better about it. I mean, I feel better about my processes. When I don't take it, I notice a difference. So that's how sometimes you take a lot of supplements. I, I recommend, uh, um, especially for your dogs, um, to try the ashawanda by itself. Um, I know that it's so popular that when you look at different, um, you know, herbals or supplements for joints, they are currently using Boswellia and um, some of them use ashwanda. When it is for stress, you see it using ashwanda paired maybe with lemon balm or uh, valerian root. So those are things that are great. But the amounts, when you have a blend, the amounts are so small. I've seen some that are like 10 milligrams. And I'm like, please, people, this is not going to help. Um, it's good that it's there. And I guess in these blends, you also talk about energetic power, right? So sometimes it's not the milligrams, but the energetic blend of these herbs. And so in that sense, I feel like the, if the energy of the ashawanda or valerian or, or, or um, lemon balm is there, is good. But if you are looking for um, more quantifiable results, then I would recommend to do like a small trial of it by itself. So um, you can buy human preparations, but you have to be careful because there's so many out there. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that too. But um, ashawanda has been used in uh, Indian Ayurvedic medicine. Um, it, it, the root is what it's been used. It's been powdered and used um, mainly for uh, restoration of health. So chronically ill people taking ashawanda for it. Um, it was also given 
when there was mourning or big stresses like moving and mourning and adapting to a new kind of situation in the household, then those um, powder root was actually uh, consumed as tea. Um, it can also be in, in a capsule. You know, you get that powder root and put it in a capsule and take it. And that's what, you know, basically we've been using these adaptogens, they balance our endocrine system, you know, the hormones uh, system. They also, the enzyme systems. And um, that really, uh, there's a lot of enzymes involved in multiple processes in the body. Um, and especially when stress, uh, we're being affected with stress, then some of these processes uh, suffer. And so uh, it would really help us to take... Um, you know, ashawanda. And ashawanda's um, real name is Withania somnifera. Somnifera comes from Latin, right? And somnifera means that it makes you sleep. Um, and the reason um, that it was used a lot for stress is because it, it relieves anxiety. Um, so in the holistic space, uh, ashawanda is used for anxiety. I personally use it for mental clarity and cognition. So, I mean, I guess it depends. Um, I've seen uses for uh, cortisol, uh, Cushing's dogs uh, on ashawanda, and uh, it seems to help. Now, when we're talking about adaptogen herbs, we're not talking about um, getting forgetting everything else that works. I mean, um, the acupuncture, the Chinese herbals, or um, the pharmaceuticals that control certain diseases. We're talking as an adjuvant. That means in addition to. And um, very seldom will one thing that is herbal take care of everything. Um, because we know that we are an ecosystem and that there are processes that depend upon each other. And this herb might help certain processes but not others. And so that's why you have to, you know, Take this um, with a grain of salt, what I'm saying, consider it, and uh, ask your veterinarian if it's a right decision to add um, ashwanda. The preparation of these herbs is super important. So it's it actually, it, it is actually worth it to pay more uh, for a reputable brand. Um, where they assure that the maximum potency is, is extracted. There's a lot of alkaloids. These are the active um, compounds in this ashawanda, and it can be damaged by the extraction method. So um, the best uh, process, you know, it depends on the plant. But if a company is proud of the extraction process and it tells you in detail, you know, that it has been... Um, you know, uh, extracted to achieve the maximum potency, then I really believe that you should consider that brand. Um, as you know, we have a dog named Pluto. He's here with me in the clinic today getting groomed by our awesome groomer, Holly. And he's a Samoyed, and he uh, was rescued from China. And so um, I have been using some adaptogen herbs with him, and that's what, honestly... Um, I was using my ashwanda on him as well. My ashwanda is 125 milligrams. That's what I take. 
And um, but I take uh, just one capsule a day. Um, I mean, to, instead of twice daily as is uh, prepared. And and being that my dog is a medium sized dog, fifty pounder, I usually do one for him as well. And so, and I also do other adaptogens. We're going to talk about it. And we've noticed uh, a decrease in the stress. He has separation anxiety. And we, uh, again, I'm not going to say that just with this adaptogenic herbs, that's all I use. I use Shen Calmer and uh, I had to use Sensing Sang, which is a very strong um, herbal that we use for behavioral disorders. And of course, training, um, you know, providing enrichment by walking him a lot and getting certain toys, um, doing desensitization when we're leaving, we're doing something to distract and occupy his mind. And of course, living with our other three dogs has definitely helped because then he takes, you know, that attachment to the human and attaches to a dog. So that there's multiple ways of managing anxiety and stress and separation anxiety in dogs. And I just don't want to make light of uh, situation and not say that just by doing this herb it's going to take care of it. But I just want you to treat, to, to try it. Now, the depends on what preparation you use. There's tinctures and there's dry, dried herb extract. There's whole herb. Um, so when you do the whole herb, you use less is my experience. I mean, somebody can argue with me on that, but the whole herb, it's, it's uh, the body uses it, I think more efficiently. Um, but I use a lot less, um, amount per like five pounds for ashawanda whole herb would be like a half a teaspoon, t- uh, teaspoon. Whereas if it was the dry herb extract, I would do a whole teaspoon or, you know, or even two teaspoons. Uh, And when it comes to tinctures, I would use whatever they give you because the tinctures um, is just uh, another process of of processing the herb and they extract a liquid out of it. And they usually have you, um, how many milligrams per milliliter um, you have. And so it depends, really. I would follow the directions of that. But what are other good uses of ashawanda in dogs? Well, I I have seen um, papers and reports of it helping with the immune system to treat uh, bacterial infections or inflammation, chronic diarrhea. And I feel like the, the part of the chronic diarrhea could be because it's stress-related. And since it's an adaptogenic and tries to bring balance to the body, it kind of helps with that. Um, it seems to help with the water management. So if your dog's having a condition where it has edema, which is pitting edema, is means fluids in the tissues, uh, let's say like heart disease or liver disease, and it has that issue, or arthritis where it doesn't move a part of the body very well and then fluid accumulate accumulates try ashawanda by itself there by itself um, because it seems to relieve just general aches and pains but also specifically with the um, management of uh, water or, or, or body tissue um, fluids they say that ashawanda contains uh, high levels of iron and uh, free amino acids like 
tyrosine, and you know that tyrosine is a precursor of dopamine. So I really think that uh, that might be some of the ways that it acts, you know, by calming your mind, calming the animal, a lot of the um, the issues are caused by the stress. So it really helps. So again, anti-inflammatory, diuretic, and maybe um, anti-anxiety uh, proposed uh, uses. I have also heard in some cancer, uh, pet cancer sites that it might have anti-tumorigenic uses. So it might be good to use if you are battling cancer. But I really think it's those precursors of dopamine in it, uh, those amino acids like glycine and valine and alanine, they are, they are needed for optimal functioning of your liver as well and uh, some of the processes in the body. So I feel like there's, again, adaptogenic is a, is a blanket term, but it really helps you cope and it really brings balance to the body. So again, I hope that this was uh, useful for you guys. If it was, please uh, share, uh, hit the notification button and follow us on um, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok uh, where we have a big following. And so um, again, consider ashawanda, how long to treat it for. Um, I would say when you're doing herbs, over time, the herbs lose the potency. The body does adapt to the adaptogenic herb. So try a small trial for uh, two months and then let's see, you know, how the pet's doing. If the condition improves, then scale down, take breaks in between so that the potency and the effect in the body doesn't diminish. Again, if you have any questions, we're always able to contact us. Uh, we're always able to answer your questions. Um, thank you. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Pet Healer Podcast. And remember that from now on, we're going to be uh, downloading every Friday a brand new episodes. So you can be on the lookout for them. Uh, in the meantime, visit our Facebook page, the Pet Healer Podcast page. Uh, we also have a website, thepethealerpodcast.com. And uh, it, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you, and until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, information about this episode came from my book, Alt-Vet, The Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahvsinvictorets.com, osavets.com. There's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing. And our Pet Healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.